Oh my god. I'm back in the saddle. I'm back at it. Finally being able to going to be able to do uh, the podcast after, you know, so long of waiting saying I was going to do it. I'm actually now able to do it. You know, um, haven't made a podcast since May 28th, 2020, uh, which is almost an insanely long time. It's about eight. No, definitely not eight months. Probably like six months. No, it's way longer than that. I don't know. It's a really long time. Uh, it's almost probably, let's see, that's 12 months. It's about like, it's about 16 months since I've made a podcast. Oh, brother, that was really far off. But we're going to just hop right into it. We're just going to go right into it. Um, let's talk about my first game I have right now, uh, which is Coastal Carolina Appalachian State. Um, going into this game, I was very, very high on Coastal Carolina. I love Coastal Carolina. Um, I love their offense. Their offense is just insane to me. Um, I thought they were going to smoke App State, who was just coming off a humongous lot rivalry loss. Uh, they were playing Louisiana, and uh, they were coming uh, four and two coming into this game. And you know, Coastal Carolina, the highest ranking they've been ever. Um, I believe they had a seventeen game winning streak, sixteen game winning streak going into this game. Uh, Grayson McCall. You know, he passed the rock amazing, 15-23 for 290, or, uh, yeah, 291, um, only one touchdown. Compared to um, Chase Bryce, 18 off of, eighteen completions off of 28 attempts, over 350 yards, um, two touchdowns. But the rushing wasn't there for Coastal Carolina. That's kind of where they make a lot of their money, is they have a uh, option, like a triple option pass. That's kind of just what I've always called it, but... Uh, they ha- they didn't have a runner exceed over 35 yards. Um, they did have one dude get uh, 10 carries, 28 yards, two touchdowns along a 12. Um, receiving, they had you know a normal receiving night. Three dudes who kind of two dudes, three dudes that kind of just got all the all the money, and then um, everyone else. And then um, uh, Malik, yeah, Malik Williams from App State. Absolutely had himself a night. Ten receptions, two hundred and six yards, one touchdown along a forty-seven. Um, that kind of was the game changer in the game, um, of course. And then um, Coastal Carolina had two fumble losses. Uh, you know, f- very good at keeping the rock, keeping the ball, making sure they don't turn it over on both sides of the ball. Um, they don't really get turnovers. They don't force turnovers, but um, had two fumbles, which hurt. And then um, they started the game off. It was a 20-14 to 14 game going into half. And then only scored one touchdown in the third quarter. And then, um, obviously, in the fourth quarter, uh, the only point scored was the game-winning field goal. And uh, to kind of go by the play-by-play, if I loads, my, it sounds like my computer's about to explode. By God. Um... Okay, the play-by-play won't load. But, you know, they had several three-and-outs, um, Coastal Carolina. And then, overall, um, Grayson McCall played decent. R- rushing game didn't play as well. Um, Grayson McCall had eight carries for negative three yards. Um, he first time that he's done that this season. Um, yeah, I think I don't, I don't think I'm going to be able to my play-by-play. Oh, there we go. Uh, so kind of on the scoring drives here, um, the only touchdown by Coastal Carolina, it was a nine-play, 83-yard, five-and-a-half-minute drive. Um, that would put them up six. 
and then um, Coastal Carolina would strike back. Um, they would go for two. It would be a six-play, 77-yard drive, about three-minute drive. Um, try to run a two-point conversion. It would fail. This would put them up two, and then making Coastal Carolina need to kick a field goal uh, in order to win it or force a safety to tie. Um, and then with time expiring, on a nine-play, 55-yard uh, drive, around four minutes to just chew out the clock, uh, they had a 24-yard field goal uh, to win the game 3-0. And then uh, App State went and rushed the field. Their first ranked win since 2007, which was against Michigan in the big house. So uh, I think that program's on the turn. I don't think this will really affect Coastal Carolina. It's definitely going to affect their ranking. I think there are 23 right now in the rankings. Um, but this definitely won't affect them. They'll probably most likely go on to win the Sun Belt. Uh, no chance. I don't think any other team besides Louisiana can win, can, uh, beat them in the Sun Belt. Um, okay. Can I get to the box score? Okay. So my next game I got is I got Tulane SMU. Tulane, uh, Jesus. I mean, this team just absolute train wreck, uh, one in six, but they, you know, they've had to play, uh, multiple good teams. Uh, that old miss game with the thunder, they brought out their old green uniforms, um, my computer is about to explode. It's all right. Um, team stats. No, that's not what I want either. Okay, well, we're just going to get the box score for this game. Um, SMU, a team who is consistently good and been good the last couple of years. Um, this is just adding to the matchup that they have coming along as they're going to be playing Cincinnati here either next week or in two weeks. Uh, that that will both be an undefeated matchup, and that will kind of determine, I mean, some seasons for a couple of teams. I mean, uh, Cincinnati right now is second in the AP poll. I don't know what they're going to be in the uh, um, college football playoff poll. I don't think – I don't see them being a top four team because that's just not how the committee will run it. But um, SMU would win this game 55-26, to 26, just absolutely throttling too lame. And then um, kind of just adding to the matchup. Um, another game, longest game in college football history, Penn State, uh, Illinois. Um, this game would go into nine overtimes. Uh, I think only in four overtimes did either team score. Um, so with the new, the new rule that the NCAA implemented where it's two-point conversions after the third um, overtime, which, you know, imagine if this game would have been a uh, um, shootout like it was with us, uh, Texas A&M and uh, LSU. That would just – this probably would have been a headline story. Um, I miss, uh, Penn State probably would have won it if it was that. Uh, Kifford – or not Kifford, Clifford. Uh, Sean Clifford, Sean Clifford, Sean Clifford. Yeah, Sean Clifford. Sean Clifford uh, th uh, threw the ball 34 times for completion of 19 completions. Didn't really have a good day. He had a QBR of 17.8. Um, but Illinois passing, uh, they had two guys play during the game. Illinois passing, not much better. Um, 19 attempts, 8 completions for 38 yards and an interception. Um, I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce that name. Holy Christ. Um but he had a QBR of 20.7. I mean, neither quarterback had a day, neither rushing. Oh, Jesus, I was wrong. I didn't even look at um, Illinois' rushing attack. Illinois' rushing attack 
had 67 carries. Okay, let's uh, 57 carries and had a total of 357 yards and a touchdown. Um, one back had 33 carries for 223 yards. That's Derrick Henry numbers uh, along with a touchdown. Um, and then there was three fumbles from um, Illinois and two fumbles from uh, Penn State. But this game was just shocking because Penn State going into the game was 5-1, and one, had a chance to really win out and go play in the Big Ten title game. Uh, now they're, I think after two losses, this team's probably going to not be up to par with um, what they thought they could play as. Um, and I think if Penn State gets a hold of uh, Penn St- or uh, if Ohio State gets a hold of Penn State like uh, Illinois did against Penn State, I think Illinois' season is probably over. They'll have to beat um, Ohio State because I don't think Mich- I think Michigan, which actually kind of leads me into my next game or my next game, yeah. Michigan has a chance to beat Ohio State this year, and uh, Penn State will have to beat Ohio State to um, really play for that Big Ten title game, uh, but they'll have to beat Michigan, of course. Um, So to go into it here, Michigan played Northwestern this past weekend. Uh, It was really close throughout the first half. Um, I was watching this game uh, down in Lincoln. Uh, It was only a three-point lead heading into halftime. Uh, you know, Nebraska, they played Nebraska two weeks ago. Uh, it was at that Nebraska game, absolutely electric. Um, there was just, you know, you could tell um, Michigan wasn't really what everyone thought they'd be. Um, uh, hmm. I got to clear my throat. Holy shit. <clears throat> okay. Uh, no, Mich- so Michigan didn't really play as they uh, played against Nebraska and played against uh any other team, essentially. Um, I think it's just how that's just the way the Big Ten is. Um, you know, teams can have really good weeks, and then they have really bad weeks. And then, like, here, let's go into the play-by-play. I can just about imagine how many punts are in here. Um, yeah, so here, look at this. On four straight um, possessions to start the game, they were all punts. One touchdown, punt, field goal, touchdown, a fumble, end of the half. Touchdown, missed field goal, punt, punt, touchdown, punt, field goal, interception, Touchdown, punt, fumble, fumble, missed field goal, end of the game. Uh, you know, just the way the Big Ten is. But um, McNamara had himself a pretty good day. 27 attempts, three completions, 129 yards. Uh, J.J. McCarthy, who I think should be really the starter, um, three for five or five for three, 34 yards passing. Um, Ryan Helinski didn't have the, a day that he did against Nebraska. Um, 29 attempts, 14 completions, 114 yards, and through an interception. Um, I think Northwestern season is it was just over after that loss to um, Michigan State. I mean, they lost several dudes in the draft. They lost they lost a lot to the draft. Um, Michigan, a team I thought wouldn't be in the situation that they were at. I thought they were gonna uh, degress from last year. You know, had a change at quarterback. Um, had multiple dudes leave from the receiving core. Uh, you know, the O-line had struggles last year, and they really turned it around. 7-0, and uh, best start since 2016. Um, and uh, I think they, they do have the best shot to win the East and then to beat um, Ohio State if Ohio State keeps playing in the potential that they're at. Uh, a new game uh, team I have to do a little bit of digging about is Wake Forest. 
Now 7-0, best start in program history, 16th in the country. Uh, playing Army, they would go play – This was this a home game? Oh, God. Why do I not know this? Oh, brother. Oh, brother. Um, um, oh, no. Um, I think they're playing at Army. Yep, they're playing at Army. Um, so, no. Going into this game, I did not think uh, – I, I knew Wake Forest was going to win it. I just didn't think it would be um, – as big of a scoring phantasm as it was. Um, Army had 42 minutes of possession time. And with that 42 minutes of possession time, had almost 600 yards of total offense. Passed the ball uh, 13 times. Completed 10 of them for 180 yards. Uh, threw an interception. On the ground, they had 416 yards. 70 rushing attempts. 5.9 per carry. Um, and then... Had two turnovers and a fumble loss and an interception thrown. Um, and then for Wake Forest, um, their efficiency on third down was seven or eight for seven, compared to Army's nine for sixteen. Uh, they uh, they had a total yard uh, average, uh, a total yards of six hundred thirty eight, uh, four hundred fifty eight passing. Yeah, four hundred fifty eight passing, uh, twenty nine attempts, thirty three, uh, twenty three completions. Um, they didn't throw any interceptions, rushing 180 off of 23 attempts, 7.8 per carry. Um, but this team, I think, has a legitimate shot to be playing for an ACC title game. They're way better than um, Clemson. I think if they do play Clemson today, they beat Clemson 8 times out of 10. Just Clemson's defense is still pretty good. But um, if you look at the box score, Sam Hartman, um, you know, Former QB1 quarterback uh, from the Netflix show had, had himself a tremendous day. 29 attempts, 23 completions, uh, 458 yards, five touchdowns, a QBR of 98. Um, Army had three different dudes passing the ball. I think these are receivers and running backs. Two of them receiving receivers and running backs had a 39-trick play. Um, rushing the ball, a tremendous amount of dudes rushing the ball. Um, most notably is, what's this man's name? Thayer Tyler, never heard of him in my life. Thayer Tyler, 15 carries, 104 yards, one touchdown. Had five rushing touchdowns on the day, three passing. Um, Wake Forest had four rushing touchdowns. Uh, four dudes, four dudes with uh, over four carries, and um, two dudes having over six, 65 yards rushing. Um, receiving, they had multiple dudes with receiving touchdowns. They had three dudes with receiving touchdowns. One most notably being, what is this man's name? Jaquir Robbins. Jaquir. I don't know. God. God, I just said that. Jaquir Robinson um, had himself a day with eight receptions for 157 yards and three touchdowns, along with 75 yards. Um, this game was literally just a shootout. Let's go to the play-by-play -play for scoring. Um, in the fourth quarter, it was just trading of touchdowns. Um, Army started off with a nine-play, 75-yard, five-and-a-half-minute drive, which ended in a touchdown uh, of 29 yards pass uh, for a 21-yard pass. Um, <clears throat> Wake Forest had an eight-play, 75-yard drive for three minutes, which ended in a two-yard pass from Sam Hartman. Um, Tyrell Robinson had a 25-yard pass 
um, reception in a seven-play, 75-yard drive for that lasted three minutes. Uh, not even a minute and a half later, there was a four-play, 47-yard drive with a rush-in from Sam Hartman. Um, and then they would turn the ball over. Um, Army would. They would get the ball back, or Wake Forest would get the ball back. And then within a minute and 10 seconds, a 46-yard run uh, would put uh, Wake Forest over the 70-point mark. And not even a minute minute and 10 seconds later, um, Army would strike back for the final score of the game, making the score 70-57. to 57. The over-under on this game, I believe, was 58 points in total, uh, blowing it out of the water. Um, but this is a sure huge success for the Wake Forest program, as, you know, not much success has ever come from Wake Forest. Um, a team who has never had much success, Kansas, who was 1-5 on the year, going into play number three, Oklahoma. And they kept this game close. They, they held Oklahoma scoreless throughout the entirety of the first quarter, or first half. Um, at one point, Kansas officials made the, made the um, choice to let any, any person in. If you didn't have a ticket, they wanted everyone to come make it an atmosphere. Uh, I saw a TikTok about it. Neither scoreboard was working, and half the stands were just empty, but Oklahoma would end up pulling this game out uh, with uh, 35 points in the uh, third and fourth quarter. They shut down Kansas's offense. Um, a most notable, um, Caleb, William, or, yeah, Caleb Williams um, passed the ball 20 times, 15 attempts, 180 yards, two touchdowns, interception but tore the ball out of uh, a running back's hands to go get the fourth down to seal the game. Um, Kansas never really known for success. I mean, this doesn't shock me that they found a way to lose after being up 10-0. At one point, they were up 17-7, to and uh, they kind of just let this game slip out of their hands. If if they would have lost, this would have been Oklahoma's, like, this would have ended Oklahoma's season. No shot the playoff committee would put a team who lost to a 1-5 team um, who would probably only would probably lose the rest of their games. You know, they'd be two and six. No, they'd be two and five. Uh, it would end two and ten. There's no shot that the committee would put a team who lost to a team of such caliber. And then, you know, this would also just show other losses or other close games. You know, they had to have a comeback win against uh, Oklahoma, a five point win to um, uh, Tulane. And then, uh, you know, Nebraska, if special teams aren't a factor, they lose to Nebraska. Um, they had a three-point win against uh, um, West Virginia, six-point win against uh, Kansas State. Uh, they housed TCU. Um, but, you know, a team who is obviously, I think is, personally, I think is better than Oklahoma is Cincinnati. Uh, number two, Cincinnati was on upset alert um, before the game. As they played Navy, who was one in five going into the game, don't know how they could be on upset alert, but they were. I I had no um, fear whatsoever that they were going to lose this game. Um, you know, uh, let's see here. If it loads for me, here we are. We're loaded in. Um, Desmond Ritter had 30 attempts, 18 completions, 180 yards, two touchdowns, and interception. Uh, compared to Navy's, you know, rushing attack, who, uh, and, you know. It was a lot more balanced for them today, or not today, um, against Cincinnati that day. Uh, let's see here. 
This loads for me. God damn. Alrighty, here we are. So, um, Navy passed the ball 17 times, 11 completions, 116 yards, threw an interception. Um, on their rushing attack, 67 attempts for only not 192 yards, 2.9 yards per carry. Uh, had one. Both teams had a turnover. Navy's 40 minutes of possession time really slowed down the Cincy offense. Uh, Cincy's now 7-0, and and they will play uh, Tulsa next week, USF, uh, Southern Florida, and then they'll play um, SMU. SMU, who is 19th in the country at the time, they have a 20% chance to win that game, but they play Memphis and U UCF, who – or no, sorry. They play Houston, then Memphis, then UCF. Um, personally, oh, I need to take a drink real quick. Okay. Personally, I think they have a pretty good shot of going uh, into Cincinnati 10-0 and for the first time. I think it would be the first time. Uh, no, it would not be the first time in program history. There was the uh, 1982 team that went undefeated. But, you know, Cincinnati, like I said, uh they play Tulane, Tulsa, and then Southern Florida. They'll both go into the game 10-0. and That's a college game day experience. Uh, no shot, it's not. Um, but, I mean, every game up until the rest, up until that game is just going to be a practice game, I think. Uh, you know, Tulsa has two wins. Tulane has a win. Um, that's at Tulane. It's a morning game. Um, Cincinnati. Number two team in the nation. Probably not the number two team in the nation. Still better than Oklahoma. Bama's probably the number two team in the nation. Um, but Cincinnati pulled off a pretty good win. Uh, what game do I want to go to next? Do I want to go to Purdue, Wisconsin? I'm going to go... Uh, I'll throw you a curveball here. I'm going to go LSU, Old Miss. Um, going into the game... Coach Oregon, uh, on Monday of this week, uh, you know, he was going to be let go. They mutually parted ways, whatever. Um, so there was not a real – I don't think he, I don't think he's really going to try um, that hard. Apparently, rumor has it is he's bringing his girlfriends. His uh, He divorced his wife only a month or two after uh, winning the national title in 2019. Uh, but he is bringing his girlfriends around, showing them to uh, – practices and stuff like that i think just lsu is done for the season i don't see them really trying to compete for for wins anymore um they'll probably just try to get to i don't even know if they'll try to get to a bowl i don't know if they'll they'll try to get them to a bowl but uh old miss you know after their historic uh tennessee win where they beat the Vols first time in uh knoxville since 1958 i believe yes 1958 uh matt carroll uh, or Coral, uh, Coral. I don't really care. Uh, Twenty-seven or twenty-three attempts for eighteen completions, one hundred eighty-five yards, one touchdown. Uh, the rushing attack is what really hold held uh, Old Miss together with fifty attempts over two hundred sixteen yards, or no, two hundred sixty-six yards, three touchdowns. Um, LSU's rushing attack nowhere close to what they what they had last week. Um, you know, they had a running back break. Leonard Fournette's five-year standing record. Uh, no real receivers stood out either side. Um, the def It was kind of more a defensive game to start off the game. Uh, in the first quarter, uh, 
Old Miss had to punt the ball away several times. Uh, if I can get to this, yeah, they they started their first three drive, their first two drives with uh, punts, had a missed field goal. Or no, no, they started their first two punts were missed, and then the second half or second quarter had a field goal. Um, I think, like I said, LSU's just given up. Uh, Coach O in the interview after the game said, "What are they gonna do? Fire me again?" I mean, he's just. I think that comment right there is just says that he's given up on this team. Um, no more go Tigers. Um, now, do I want to go Clemson or Wisconsin? Uh, I'll go Clemson Pitt. So Clemson loses three games uh, now on the season. Uh, they're four and ten, or no, four and three. Um, their first two two conference loss seasons since twenty fourteen. Since twenty fourteen, um, DJ Ungavaloa. I'm that's not how you pronounce it. I'm just gonna call him DJ. Uh, DJ, once again, not having himself a year. Um, two interceptions thrown, twenty five attempts, twelve completions. Uh, they benched him for who is this kid? I didn't watch this game either. I was at a uh, family event. Man, an even bigger last name. He's from Bridgeport, Connecticut. He's six three, two twenty five. Um, this game he had. Let's see, what is this? Game? He had seven attempts, three completions, uh, for twenty three yards. No touchdowns thrown or interceptions thrown. Um, he, uh, I mean, I don't really know what to do with the quarterback situation. I mean, it's hard to replace a dude like Trevor Lawrence, who we know was the best quarterback, eh, Deshaun Watson. Okay. Possibly the best quarterback in program history. And then the best car, uh, quarterback of last year's draft by far. Um, I don't know what, um, this team could really do Clemson. I mean, they don't have a great rushing attack. There's no one to replace uh, ETN. I think they're going to have to wait for classes to come. I mean, um, they have uh, the kid from Westlake that they got. Um, they have that all. They have an all-purpose running back who's coming. Um, I think this is just going to be like their their rebuild year. Um, they definitely won't fire um, um, Dabo Sweeney. His contract buyout is forty-eight million dollars. It won't be worth buying buying him out um they'll probably wait till either his contract expires or um uh just mutually part ways at a point but uh clemson obviously a down year pitt though on the other hand kenny pickett uh possibly a top five quarterback in I, he's a top five quarterback right now he could be a top five quarterback drafted in the um nfl draft and he'll definitely sneak his way into the first round 100 percent I mean, the dudes that he's throwing with, he won't uh, drop the pin. Uh, the dudes he's throwing to, you know, aren't the greatest receivers. Um, he has one receiver that really stands out. Uh, the rest just are all kind of there. I mean, he only had one dude uh, a seat over five receptions. He's spreading the rock around completely. Uh, they have a very deep receiving core, but no dude that really stands out uh, for Pitt. But Pitt is now 6-1, and one, and I believe they do play Wash or Wake Forest. They don't play Wake Forest, but they play Miami, who's coming off a loss. They play Duke, UNC, UVA, and Syracuse. Um, uh, what 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 game do I want to go do next? I got I, uh, I only really want to talk about like two more games. Um, I'll I'll just like run through quick. I'm gonna run through quick. 
I'm going to run through Ohio State, Indiana really, really quick. Okay, so Ohio State, um, you know, ever since their Oregon loss, their offense, defense has just started to become more and more and more explosive. Um, this game, last year, um, they played Indiana really close going down to the wire. It was a 47 or no, 42 to 35 victory for Oklahoma. Uh, CJ Stroud, 28 attempts, 21 completions, four touchdowns, and uh, off of 266 yards. Um, they threw in two other quarterbacks um, Kenny McCord, is this who this is? Kyle McCord. Um, he had himself a day. Six uh, attempts off of five completions. And then uh, this Miller kid, Jack, Jack Miller. Um, he sh I'm surprised they didn't throw in Quinn Evans uh, just to see what he can do with the offense. But um, Trevon Henderson, is that his name? Yeah, Trevon. Trevon? 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 Uh, Trevon Henderson had himself a game just adding to his uh, Heisman finalist resume. Uh, nine attempts, 81 yards, two touchdowns, average nine yards per carry. Um, he had a reception for 14 yards and a touchdown. Um, on the season, he now has 79 attempts for almost 700 yards, um, 8.8 yards per carry, and 11 touchdowns. Um, they don't really play anyone here coming up. Um, but they might actually, I take that back, they might play Penn State next week. They play Penn State. Um, they play Penn State at home, 6.30 kickoff. Uh, they then play Nebraska, best 3-5 and five team in the nation, uh, Purdue. And then their last two games are going to be bruising as they play Michigan State, Michigan, who uh, will both be still top 10 by the time they play. Actually, I take that back too because Michigan State, um, I believe they play, uh, they play Michigan this week. Yep. They play at home against Michigan. Game's always tight. And then um, they play <laughs> – they play – uh, Purdue and Maryland, um, and then get an Ohio State game, and they play Penn State at the end of the year. I mean, I think this Michigan State team will beat Penn State after what we just saw. Penn State is now 20th in the nation. Um, but let's go to the AP poll. Let me find the AP poll here. I, I saw – I glanced at it today earlier. Um, okay, let me just search up AP poll. AP not pool. Um, my my computer is probably going to explode here soon. Holy Christ. Uh, Georgia number one, Cincinnati two, Alabama three, their previous ranking four. Oklahoma is now three. Um, Ohio State didn't move. Michigan didn't move. Oregon's now cracked the top ten completely as their seventh in the nation. Uh, Michigan State nine. Iowa gets back into the top ten. Uh, didn't play this past weekend. Old Miss um, bumps up two spots to crack the top ten once again. Um, Notre Dame now 11th in the nation. Uh, Connect not Connecticut, Kentucky didn't play this past weekend. Now 12th in the nation. Uh, Wake Forest moved up three spots. Now um, 13th. Texas A&M moves itself back into the top 15. Uh, 14th in the nation. Oklahoma State 15 after losing to Iowa State off a uh, controversial. Fourth down call, or not fourth down, um, ruling on the fourth down. Uh, they're 15th. Baylor, 16th, moved up four spots after not playing. Pitt, 17th, um, 20th, uh, they were 23 last week, had that great Clemson win. Uh, Auburn didn't play this past weekend, moved up a spot. SMU with their humongous win against Tulane. Uh, Penn State dropping 13 spots after their uh, nine overtime loss to Illinois. 
San Diego State moved up uh, a spot after their win against Air Force. Iowa State now ranked again for the first time since, I believe, week three. Uh, now 22nd in the nation. UTSA 8-0 for the first time in program history after becoming a program um, in 2014. Coastal Carolina, 24th in the nation, drops 10 spots out of the top 15. They play, uh, gosh, who do they play? Uh, it doesn't say, uh, wait, I just talked about, oh, they play Troy. I'm, I'm brain dead. They play Troy. Um, they could have the season end, end the chance, uh, 11-1. They'll probably go to a New Year's Six Bowl. Uh, BYU uh, wasn't ranked. They had a win over against Washington State, two, only a two-point win. Um, 25th in the nation, 6-2. and two. Um, So a lot of change there. Probably the sh most shocking change is um, Oregon moving up to back into the top 10 and then UCLA not being included. Um, but... I think it's all around pretty good AP top ten. RJ Young's uh, AP top ten, all all awful. I mean, he just he has like he has like Wake Forest in the top ten. Wake Forest hasn't really played anyone. He has uh, he had Oklahoma State as like the number two team in the nation last week, and then had Cincinnati like three, and then um, Georgia won obviously, but um, no so. We're going to get into NBA basketball next. I'm going to take a break because my computer is about to explode. And then um, uh, also talk about um, NFL games today as my Titans really had a they, – they were smoking that uh, KC pack today. Um, Derrick Henry, you know, best running back in football. But uh, we'll be back to that in a short moment. Alrighty, I'm back. Um, it's next day. The computer doesn't sound like it's going to explode. I now have a drink in hand. I was drinking out of like a two-day-old um, ocean water, sonic ocean water. Best drink on planet Earth. Anyways, let's get an NFL talk here. I'm going to talk about uh, this past week. Uh, do I want to start off with my Titans absolutely boat racing the Chiefs? I'm gonna. That's what I'm going to do. So... Titans came off a, uh, a Monday night win against uh, the Bills uh, in a game that they were definitely were not favored in. I thought they were going to get smoked. Um, they ended up not getting smoked. Um, Derrick Henry had a passing touchdown of five yards to, um, ooh, what's his name? Eric, no, Ern no, not Ernest. No, what is his name? This guy? McCole Pruitt. It's a tight end. Um, wait, no. Am I right? Yes. McCole Pruitt. Um, he's a tight end. On National Tight End Day, Derrick Henry threw a touchdown uh, pass. Didn't, didn't have any rushing touchdowns, you know, after coming off a week that he had like 33 or no, it might have been 24 carries for almost 200 yards and three touchdowns. I mean, absolutely obliterated the Bills defense this week. Um, the, the Chiefs, not so much. Um, they were kind of just taking a uh, hand of um, the cards that uh, Ryan Tannehill was throwing out. I mean, he went uh, had 27 attempts, 21 completions for uh, 720 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. And then he also ran one in. He had more rushing touchdowns than um, Derrick Henry. He had two carries for six yards. Um, and there was one where it was a four-yard on the um, – 
inside the goal line, inside the red zone. He had a four-yard, like, kind of like um, – not a QB draw to say, but he just kind of got scrambled out and then just kind of took it with his legs. Um, so uh, Derrick Henry had 29 carries for 86 yards, an average of three per carry, a long of 11. Uh, they kind of kept him in the box. Um, uh, two years ago when the Titans played the Chiefs in the uh, AFC um, – championship game they I think he had maybe the similar stat line of 20 plus carries and under 90 yards he might have had 81 yards that game um, but it, in the playoffs that's uh that's just kind of how Derrick Henry was besides the two games beforehand where he went off against Baltimore and the Pats but I mean the last game that he played in the playoffs he had like 19 carries for 41 yards I mean just abysmal but speaking of abysmal um, is Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes threw the ball 35 times, uh, 20 completions, 206 yards, an interception, and was sacked four times for 31 yards. Um, he had a QBR rating of 6, 6 um, Now, I saw a thing from uh, Jordan, I think I believe it's Jordan Palmer, uh, Chris Palmer's brother. Um, he said that Patrick Mahomes is playing as bad as he did when he was at Texas Tech. Now, to anyone who didn't know about Patrick Mahomes at Texas Tech, Texas, Texas Tech, Jesus Christ, holy shit, Texas Tech, uh, I'm just going to call it Tech because I'm not going to be able to just, I'm just going to butcher that whole thing. Anyways, Tech, um, they had no O-line. Um, the system that they ran, um, it just, it was just a kind of just pray up there and heave it. I mean, I believe there was a game that they played Arizona State, and it was literally just there was no defense played. Um, ooh, let me find this. Arizona State, Texas Tech, football. But essentially, uh, yeah. So in September of September sixteenth of twenty seventeen, it was a fifty-two to forty-five win for Texas Tech. But um, so they kind of just would just pray down the ball. I mean, they played a game. I think they played Oklahoma later that year, and it was like a 65-55 to 55 win for Oklahoma. I mean, he was great offensively, but he would just run around and make these, you know, just crazy plays that he would always make. And he's kind of regressed to that point. I mean, they did make, uh, you know, some, some O-line changes, you know, got rid of Eric Fisher, number one overall pick out of Central Michigan, been with the team 10 years. Um he was the actually the only number one overall pick in I think the last three decades to get a uh, receiving touchdown. Uh, Eric Fisher was, but besides the point. But they had you know Jake Long come in, um, Orlando Brown Jr. He came in. Uh, you know they made new changes to the offensive line, but the offensive line didn't do anything. Um, to the point where on the last sack um, there would be a fumble. Uh, Rashawn Evans, I don't think they counted as a fumble. Rashawn Evans, yep, he did recover the fumble. but uh, So they had a fumble. It would have been on a fourth down. Um, can, or No, it was on fourth down. Uh, I believe there was like maybe eight minutes left in the game, six minutes left in the game. But um, he would go down with the final sack, and he would come off injured, and he went into the medical tent. They evaluated him. He came back out perfectly fine, but they threw Chad Henney in. Chad Henney uh, – 16 for 11, no, 11 for 16, 82 yards, 5.1 per carry or per attempt. Um, just the the all around shakiness from Mahomes. I think part part of it is he's playing like he is at Texas Tech. Another part of it is um, 
there was a college coach at NC State back in 2006 made the comment that if you're good in the NFL, after two years when teams adapt to you, you adapt to the other teams. Um, I think time could just be catching up with Patrick Mahomes. I mean, I'd never heard of Patrick Mahomes before. Um, he had his show-stopping year in 2018. Uh, no, yes, 2018. Um, and I think teams are now starting to figure him out. I mean, literally – Majority of their offense is Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, and now that um, now that Sammy Watkins is gone, they don't have a third option. And then now that um, uh, I think Pringle and Hardman, Pringle and Hardman, I think Hardman, yeah, Hardman's still on the team, and Pringle. Actually, Pringle was their leading receiver, had five receptions for seventy-three yards, along a twenty-five, and he had six targets. But Travis Kelsey, Tyree Kill. Hardman, Pickle, or Pringle, <laughs> and then um, Josh Gordon also played, uh, had one attempt. But, I mean, they have dudes everywhere. But I think teams are slowly starting to figure them out. And uh, I believe on the year, Patrick Mahomes has 12 interceptions now. Uh, nine interceptions. Uh, I thought it was 12. Okay, well, anyways, his stat line, 18 touchdowns, nine interceptions, QBR of 63, has over 2,000 passing yards. But I think time is just catching up to Patrick Mahomes. He, they definitely won't be going 17-0. I don't think – I think they'll eclipse 10 wins. I mean, Denver doesn't look too good in their conference. I mean, let's go to uh, their, their regular – or the rest of their season here. Um, Denver doesn't look too good. They play uh, the Giants, the Packers, Raiders, Cowboys. That will be a really hard three-game stretch for them. Uh, they play the Broncos. Then they go uh, play the Raiders. The Chargers, Chargers, Raiders, the those would be back-to-back games, and then the, they play the Steelers, the Bengals. I God, this is a brutal. Honestly, it's very brutal here. Um, and then they end the season with uh, at um, Denver, but I think I think they could if they pull out a game against the Packers or the Raiders or uh, any road game. They, if they can pull out a road win against the Bengals, Chargers, and Raiders, I think they'll be perfectly fine for the playoffs. And even if they do get into the playoffs, I think there should be no worries whatsoever that they don't make a huge playoff run. Um, the Titans, on the other hand, Titans are my team. Big Daddy Derrick Henry, you know, rushing the ball everywhere, just putting it down people's throats. Um, they they go play the Colts on the 31st on Sunday on Halloween. Um, that's a noon kickoff at Indianapolis. Um, I think they'll win that game gonna get jinx now knock on wood um then they go play the rams they play the saints who are playing right now as i'm filming this they're playing the uh seahawks it's 10 to 10 the seahawks have the ball on their own 49 um but they play the texans that'll be an easy win see the division they play on it's literally just the colts and if the colts aren't playing uh to peak standards so right now they lead a division with two wins um the Indianapolis Colts are three and four, and then Jacksonville and Houston are both have one wins, and you know, both those franchises are just in pitiful down spiral right now. But um, I think they have a really good shot at you know picking up several good wins. If they can pick up a win against the Rams, that would be tremendous. If they can pick up a win against the Steelers, would be tremendous. Uh, the Patriots, seeing how they looked on Friday on uh, Sunday, uh, had a fifty-four to thirteen win over the Jets. Granted, it's the Jets, 
but the Titans lost to the Jets. Um, and then that loss early on to the season against uh, the Cardinals, you know, Taylor Lewan didn't play well, but, you know, it's not looking as bad of a loss as it was. And then the Jets, that was just, that's a tremendously bad loss. But um, Derrick Henry on the season now. Oh, I clicked too many par. Okay, on the season now, you know, the team kind of turned it around. Uh, Tannehill playing as Tannehill would. Uh, Derrick Henry, he's on pace to break, like, the rushing record, the rushing attempts, and then um, the touchdowns in a game. Okay, I'm all good. Sorry. Uh, touched, or no, he'll tie the touchdown in the game with 28. Um, he's got he's got to, like, get more. Uh, I think he's just got to get in the red zone more, and the more they're in the red zone, the more touchdowns he'll get. Um, Ryan Tannehill has one tu three touchdowns on the year. Um, and then receiving-wise, the team, first five weeks, very, very struggling, or they struggled heavily. I mean, losing Nenu Smith uh, in free agency was just a terrible loss. I mean, best re our best tight end in the red zone. Um, Anthony Frank, I'm not going to be able to, I can't pronounce names, man. Uh, Anthony, um, t the tight end for the um, Titans, you know, he's kind of picking up the workload. But I think uh, com coming in the draft here, we'll definitely see them take a tight end for sure because, you know, Julio Jones, A.J. Brown, and then losing Corey Davis as well, who was, he was, uh, he was, A.J. Brown and Corey Davis was like the Antonio Brown and Juju Smith-Schuster combo. You know, teams would put their best re best cornerback on uh, A.J. Brown, and then when, um, you know, Juju Smith is wide open because he's got some bum right receiver, Corey, da sorry, Corey Davis, when he's got some bum CB on him, uh, you know, he would just go take him to the house, and, you know, that's how he racked up his two 2,000-yard seasons. But um, the defense also, uh, the secondary is looking a lot better than it did, uh, you know. The three, the top three tacklers on the team, right, or top four tacklers on the team right now, are all um, uh, secondary players. You know, Rashawn Evans, uh, the best player in the defense. I'm gonna say it. Um, and then the D line, uh, if I can see here, where's Simmons' stats at? Uh, Caleb Ferry, you know, the rookie, he's playing pretty well. He's only appeared in three games right now, but you know, uh, I'll have to look at his next gen stats. I haven't really looked too deep into that, but um. Multiple dudes. Oh my gosh! Wait, hold up. Uh, no. So multiple dudes on the defense are just doing whatever they're gonna do. Uh, so let's kind of stray away from the Titans. I can talk about them all day. Um, let's go to let's go to the Bengals. The Bengals and Ravens. Um, now this was a very shocking game. Now at the time I was I was only really worried about the Chiefs game, uh, the Chiefs Titans game because you know the Titans were smoking that uh, KC pack. And, uh, you know, Joe Burrow had 38 attempts, 23 completions, 416 yards, average of 10.9 per attempt, uh, three touchdowns interception, was only sacked once. And uh, compared to Lamar Jackson and Tyler Huntley, uh, two dudes that stepped in, Tyler Huntley being a QB out of Utah, I believe. Yes, I think I'm right. Yeah, Utah out of Utah. Um, anyways, so Lamar Jackson, uh, 31 attempts, 15. You know, he was throwing balls in the uh, two-man coverage, um, throwing deep balls. Then he there was times where he had moments where he could run out of the pocket and get a first down and just would look to the air. Uh, he was sacked five times. Um, there's the rushing game for um, uh, for the Ravens just wasn't very good. Uh, and then for the rushing game for the Cincinnati, I mean, they had Joe Mixon, 12 carries, 
uh, 59 yards, 4.9 per carry, uh, a touchdown along a 21. Uh, and then Jamar Chase had eight receptions, 201 yards, 25.1 per attempt, uh, and then a touchdown. He had a long 82, and he was targeted 10 times. I mean, the the receiving core after losing A.J. Green, who was on a downturn anyways, uh, you know, they have a humongous amount of receiving guys. I mean, they tied Boyd, uh, four receptions, 40, 39 yards. Uh, T. Higgins, seven receptions, 62 yards. Uh, C.J. Uzuma, Uzuma? Uh, three attempts, 91 yards, two touchdowns. I mean, they have dudes all over this um, – all over the receiving core. Uh, and then the defense, they spent a lot of money on the defense. I want to say they spent, I, I think it was $32 million on the defense and free agency. And, I mean, it showed they had uh, two dudes uh, get uh, – they, well, they, had, they had one dude get two and a half sacks, another dude get a sack and a half, three dudes getting sacks in total. Um, they had three dudes get sacks in total. Um, just the defense for the secondary for Baltimore looks humongously shaky. Um, you know, granted they had uh, Marlon Humphrey had an interception, uh, but just the defense looks shaky in the secondary. But uh, Lamar wasn't really helping them throwing these deep balls into double man coverage. Um, and then kind of looking into another game. Um, I'm not going to talk about the turd bowl with Atlanta and Miami. That's just, just literally the turd bowl. Um, who do I want to talk about here? Oh, we'll talk about um, Jared Goff coming back uh, to his um, home, not his hometown, but his uh, his kind of old mama, alma mater for uh, the NFL as he came to town against the um, the Rams. Um, Jared, Jared Goff, you know, 36 attempts, 22 completions, uh, 268 yards, uh, a touchdown and two interceptions. He was sacked twice. Um, Matt Stafford, you know, 41 attempts, 28 completions, 334 yards, uh, three touchdowns. He had himself a complete day. I want to say he had like 32 fantasy points. He was on my bench. Terrible decision. Oh, my. Terrible decision. Uh, I probably should have never put him on my bench. Um I think Lamar had like 17 points. I'm currently losing right now. Um, let me go to fantasy. I need so as of right now. Um, let's see. I don't. I'm assuming. Yeah, Tyler Lockett, two receptions, 12 yards, 3.2 points. I have a 90 or no, no. I have a one percent chance. Um, CD's nuts, bitch. The guy I'm playing this week. Um, he has a 99 percent chance to win. I've lost. I've lost fantasy. Um, he had Matt Stafford had 27, not um, 31. But I mean, f still four extra points. It would be a lot closer of a of a matchup for me to try to win this. Um, Tampa Bay went off, you know, 18 points. But besides the point, we're gonna get back to this game with uh, Jerry Goff uh, coming back home to LA. But um, the defense for um, for the Rams, you know, stout. You know, they had uh, several QB uh, pressures and. One of the QB pressures forced into an interception from Jared or from Jalen Ramsey, uh, who passed Jared Goff passed the ball, but um, Jalen Ramsey uh, had a birthday interception uh, along with Nick Scott. Well, it's not his birthday, but he had also had an interception. Um, the defense for the Rams is looking like that top tier defense. Uh, they're kind of in their own tier um, for defense, I would say. Uh, they kind of have been the last couple years. 
um, you know, Aaron Donald. Um, they actually had the trade today. I probably should bring that trade up, shouldn't I? Um, if I can find the trade, they traded away. Uh, I want to say Nick uh, David Long Jr. I think they trade. Oh God, God, that's gonna bother me now. Hold up, um, Scheffner. Um, no, they traded away Kenny Young and a seventh round pick in 2024 to the Broncos in exchange for a sixth round pick. Um, he he wasn't uh, in this game. I don't think he really even did much. Um, Kenny Young, he had seven total tackles. Uh, he had a sack and then a tackle for loss, which is actually really surprising. He also had a QB hit. <coughs> oh, my gosh. Um, but the defense is going to uh, still be a, one of those top-tier defenses, is a top-tier defense, and this just kind of shows today. Uh, or not shows today. It showed Sunday when they played the played the Lions. Granted, Lions are 0-7. They only undefeated only – Unwinless, no. How do, how do I say that? I don't know. They haven't won a game. They're 0 7. They're buns. They're just awful. They're 0 4 away. I mean, they just they can't do anything. Looking at their schedule, um, I don't. They they could probably beat the Bears. I mean, if the Bears are going to play like they did against um, the Bucks. I I think anybody can beat the Bears. Um, it won't load for me here. Uh, another interesting game. Oh, I think my did it freeze. It might have froze. We're just going to go ahead and re refresh the page. I think it froze. My computer sounds like it's about to explode again. Oh, brother. Oh, no. Oh, fuck. Um, oh, come on, dude. Okay, this would be a good time to take a sip here. <laughs> All right. Here we go. I think we're, I think we're back. We're back. Okay, another game to talk about. Uh, the Broncos drop another game uh, with the the Cleveland. Um, it's not going to load again. What the fuck is this? The fuck is this? Um, Denver. Okay. Uh, oh gosh, dude. Denver drops another game. They lost by three of the cheat or the Browns. Browns just injury plague throughout the entire um, the entire team. Essentially, I mean, there's no spot <laughs> where. They're not injured. Uh, Von Miller said that he's going to murder whoever he comes across on, on the O-line. And uh, I don't think he really did that this week. I mean, they had three. I think they had. I think they were on the third string uh, left tackle. Um, it's not going to load for me. That just makes me mad. Uh, we're going to. Okay. I might. I think I'm done with NFL talk anyway. So we're going to go to the NBA. Um NBA kicked off this weekend. I'm just going to go ahead and go to the NBA. NBA kicked off this weekend. Um, you know, the Bucks played the, the Nets starting, um, which was like kind of the, the game of the week or the game of the night. And then uh, so did the Lakers play. Uh, the, La the Lakers, uh, Russell Westbrook, you know, eight points, eight turnovers, had himself a terrible first showing with the um, with the Lakers. I mean, you can't really – I'm not counting preseason. That's not really a good um, – look at what team or what a guy looks like i mean it's just the preseason doesn't really matter uh but he played awful um they i think they lost again and then finally picked up a win tonight against memphis uh john john morant uh you know he missed a field goal or not a field goal a free throw to um to win the game or no to tie the game up and then they they would have forced overtime or possibly won it 
anyways, um, back to the Nets Bucks. Um, the thing with the Nets is they're going to load manage so hard throughout this entire year. Um, I think uh, I don't think Kyrie is going to come back. Unless he has some change of mind about his vaccine, he's not coming back. Um, he, I think he's going to lose out on all of his money. Um, and honestly, just a waste. And people saying that he's a snub, a top 75 player of all time wouldn't pull this if he wanted. He, he, if he wants to truly play basketball, he would just get the vaccination. I'm, I don't have any opinion whatsoever about vaccinations. Uh, I think if you, if you need to get it and you feel like you need to get it, you can get it. But it shouldn't be a forced thing on people. Uh, anyways, I'm not going to get into politics. That's just bullshit. I'm not going to fucking do that on this. Anyways, um, so the Bucks went and won. I believe they won by a, a handful. But um, the there was a here there was a little clip I read. Uh, the okay so. Uh, ESPN put this out about the game review. The then Brooklyn Nets came onto the floor as favorites to acquire what Giannis now has uh, being in the championship as they had ring night down at um, Milwaukee. Uh, but Brooklyn opened the season looking like they were a, uh, opening – or no, sorry. They opened the season looking like an opening training an open training camp team in uh, San Diego. Uh, they played abysmal. Uh, like I said, it's load management they're going to be playing throughout the whole year. And it's just gonna bite him in the ass like uh, like it did for um, you know Paul George and Kawhi Leonard that first year. They were load managing, and um, they I don't even think they lost in the second round to the Nuggets. Yeah, the Nuggets. But um, my stuff just isn't loading. God, that just angers me. That angers me. Maybe if I close here, I'm gonna close and then we'll open ESPN back up again. You can hear that. My computer sounds like it's about to explode. Eh, not really. It's not as bad as it was. Oh, come on, dude. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, I'm going to have to find another alternative for this right now because this is going to be – does ESPN work on my phone? Oh, brother, bro. Come on. Come on. Okay, so as I'm waiting for ESPN to load, here we go. Jeepers. Uh, update on the Seattle Seahawks game. It is 10-10 with three minutes left in the fourth. Um, so to go to the NBA here, um, if I can see if only my – oh, here we go. See all scores. That's news. Um, so – to start off the week here, I think it was Wednesday they first started basketball. Tuesday, I think it was Tuesday. Yeah, so Tuesday, um, the Bu the Bucks beat the Nets twenty-seven one hundred and four. Um, the Bucks were at home; they were celebrating the championship. Uh, Bucks in six, go Bucks! I'm a Bucks fan. Um, and then the Lakers lost to the Warriors. Um, like I said, Russell Westbrook played tremendously awful. Uh, you know, eight attempts, uh, or no, sorry, eight points, eight turnovers. Um, and then the next day, we got to see the Bulls, the new Show Bulls, Showtown Bulls. Um, this might be the best team since the 2011 team, um, by far. I mean, Zach Levine has now people that can that can give him assists. They're playing ultimate defense. I mean, tonight, from what I saw, they um, they were pretty much just playing street ball defense. Um, and that's what I love love about the the Bulls is that um, I think I think they'll be a top four team in the East. It's just 
does their bench and their depth, if they can acquire some depth throughout the year uh, via trades and free agency, I think they could really go a long way when they, uh, you know, they could be like an Atlanta Hawks of uh, last year. Um, they beat the Pistons 94-88. to 88. Uh, I believe in that game or either the game after that. Who? Oh, God, I think we were planned. Oh, let me look here. Um, they were, I think they were playing the Pelican. Yeah, the Pelican. No. Who were they playing? I want to say they were playing the Pelicans. Nope, they were playing the Pistons. Okay, so they're playing the Pistons. Alex Russo threw a dime. Or no. Um, Lonzo Ball threw a dime. Uh, Caruso threw it back. And then they threw an alley-oop pass. And it was just a monster slam. And the city of Chicago was all in there in for attendance. And you would have thought they won the championship again. That's how celebra celebrated uh, it was. Um, I think it'll be huge for him. I think uh, DeMar DeRozan fits really well with this team. Um, as Zach Levine is essentially the same guy as him. Just, you know, a little taller. And he's just a white dude. But, eh, a light-skinned dude. Anyways. Um, uh, so, Zach Levine and uh, DeMar DeRozan. I think they'll be both great players. Uh Von Savushevich, what is his name? God, what is his name? Oh, no. Um, oh, God, what's his name? Nikola Vucevic. Vucevic um, he's playing really well. Uh, he had 19 rebounds, 17 defensive rebounds. Um, and then for the points, DeMar DeRozan led the team against the Pistons the second time they played around, and this would be on Saturday the 23rd. Um, on Friday... Any big games that stood out there um, on Friday? The Knicks really took it to the Magic. The Magic are just in that rebuilding phase right now. Um, to look into this game, uh, you know, they obviously acquired, um, uh, oh, Christ, Kemba Walker, Evan Fournay, or uh, I believe it's Fournay. I want to say it's Fournay. I think it's Fournay. Yeah, it's Fournay. Um, they acquired both them two this season in the uh, in free agency, and then um, we got to see um, Jalen Green really put it again, really put it to um, the no, sorry, not Jalen Green. Jalen Suggs. Jalen Suggs played 32 minutes, had 14 points, four four for seven, um, and then 0 for six from three. I mean, he still, you know, he has to develop into the the NBA. I think still. He didn't really play many um, preseason games. Uh, Cole Anthony, uh, 10 points. Uh, their whole lineup had 10 points. Um, Mo Bamba, 15 points. Really the all-around best player on the team. Um, anyways, uh, Kemba Walker, 11 points. Uh, three for five from three. Um, an assist. And then um, played 22 minutes. Uh, Julius Randle is still the leader of the team. Still the best player on this team. I think he's way better than Kemba. Um, this team just needs to find uh, where its um, kind of perimeter shooting will be. I mean, they uh, Evan Fournay, you know, four for nine, and then uh, Julius Randle two for six. But um, R.J. Barrett zero for five, only had seven points, uh, three for five from the field, um, seven rebounds. Though I mean, they they play defense. It's just where's their shooting gonna come from? Uh, you know, Derrick Rose off the bench, four for six. Um, this Burks, that's not. Alc Burks, not familiar with his name. Colorado, he's 30 years old. Um, he, you know, he had four for seven, and then um, I think Kevin Knox Jr. is just a bust. He only played four minutes. I think that's kind of just, kind of just known now. 
Um, Obi Toppin, two for four, had 13 points off the bench. Um, I mean, this they're a really deep team. It's just where's the shooting going to come from? And that's kind of why they lost against um, Atlanta. They didn't really have much shooting in the playoffs, and I think they were all kind of fatigued as such. Um, what's another another game? Oh, um, kind of a petty game. So the Bucks went and played the Heat. The Heat wanted some revenge, uh, absolutely just torching the Bucks with a 42-point win um, and a 137-95 loss for the Bucks. Bucks posted on the Twitter. Uh, they said we're still champs, and I was I was sitting there. I think I was. This was a Thursday. I think I was. I think I'm. I think this. I think I was sitting in my room and I read this tweet and I was like, I love pettiness in sports because that's just petty. Like, just going on there and saying you might have beat us, but who's got the championship ring? Uh, you know, the Heat haven't won it since 2013, uh, and they're back to back um, win. And then they obviously went in 2020 and lost. But um, you know, I think they had a little bit of a comeback anger here. Um, and then right now, um, let's see, the Bucks beat the Pacers tonight in 10, and of the 12, of the last 12 games they have played, the Bucks have won 10. Um, I think uh, the Pacers are kind of the Bucks' son um, at the current moment. Uh, hopefully that doesn't come back to bite me. Uh, the Bulls went and played the, the Raptors. That was a two, only a two-point win. And just, just kind of the thing with that is they don't have really a deep bench whatsoever um Derek Der, uh, not Derek Rose um DeMar DeRozan had 26 and then um he beat him up in the fourth quarter I mean I think the combination of DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine is just going to be elite um it, it's going to take time for them to uh kind of just funnel back into things was this in game played in Toronto this game was played in Toronto wow 100 percent uh capacity for this game i think this is the first one since covid uh had the outbreak um the chicago bulls open a season with four straight wins the first time since 1995 1996 1996 1997 uh season and you know that's that's a pretty big uh deal for the bulls i mean they haven't had much success besides that one season in 2011 um, and then kind of to look forward to a couple games here. Uh, the Lakers just picked up their first win tonight, obviously against Memphis. Uh, they'll go to play the Spurs tomorrow. Um, the Thunder play the Warriors. Uh, the Sixers play the Knicks, I believe, at Madison Square Garden. Um, ben Simmons obviously still not playing. I, I think they should just dealt him to a trade, get rid of him, send him off to wherever he wants to go. Um Another game. Um, is this the game I'm thinking of? Um, Anthony Edwards. This is might be a different game I'm thinking of here. Um, I think I am thinking of a different game. Anyways, um, Anthony Edwards is playing really good this season already. Uh, you know, he's making multiple uh, plays against the Rockets. He told him to take a timeout because he was on fire. Uh, he had multiple defensive plays against the Pelicans tonight from what I saw on, uh, you know, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, they would end up losing that game, giving the Pelicans the first win of the season and uh, dealing the Timberwolves their first loss of the season. Um, right now, NBA games are going on. The Cavs lead the uh, Nuggets by 14 with two minutes left in the fourth. 
uh, the Trailblazers or down about, let's see, I think that's 14 as well, the second quarter against the Clippers. Um, the Clippers this season are 0-2 um, right now. Paul George is playing. Eric Bledsoe is playing. Um, I'm not seeing Kawhi Leonard on the team, on the uh, roster. He might be out with injury or, you know, they're going to pull their little load management again. Um, uh, let's see here. Any other games? Anything else I want to talk about on here? Anything else I want to talk about? I can talk about, I can talk about how my Dodgers literally got smoke showed in the, you know, they went up, uh, it was 3-1. They lost 4-2 on uh, the NCLS uh, game six. I thought, you know, they could possibly pull it out. I mean, last year, I believe uh, we were down one. Yeah, we were down 3-1, uh, went back, came, won the World Series. Uh, you know, the Cheaters, the Astros are in the um, are in the uh, play are in the uh, World Series, not the playoffs, of course. Uh, they're in the World Series. The Braves, Astros play tomorrow um, at 9.06. The game's time is 9.06 p.m., I believe, at Houston. Um, yeah, I think it's at, yep, at Houston. Um, so I think it'll be a good, good game, uh, for both teams, or I think it'll be a multiple good games in this series. Um, if there's no trash cans being hit or whatever. Um, but, um, I'm not, I'm not going to really get into baseball. Not, not too well versed in baseball. I'm trying to learn as much as I can. Anyways, um, Oh, the Saints just went up uh, three points. They now the Seahawks are driving from their own seven, with a minute thirteen left. Uh, some stats from that game: Geno Smith. I'll start with Geno Smith stats. Geno Smith has twelve completions off twenty-one attempts, one hundred sixty-seven yards, a touchdown, uh, and then he's been sacked five times. Uh, passing Tyler Lockett. He sold unless if he get a like a big old ninety nine yard touchdown or ninety yard touchdown here that would be much appreciated. DK Metcalf two receptions ninety six yards, a touchdown along eighty four. Uh, he's got four targets on the day. Um, rushing the ball for this the Seahawks. Collins not familiar with this guy's name. Alex Collins out of Arkansas not very familiar with his name. Uh, he's got sixteen carries thirty five yards. Um, and then Jameis Winston, I think, had almost 300 yards passing. Uh, nowhere close. I don't know where I saw that. He has 19 completions off 35 attempts, 222 yards, uh, touchdown. He's been sacked twice. Alvin Kamara, I believe he's doing – yeah, he has 10 receptions, 128 yards, and then he's got 20 carries for 51 yards, uh, you know, a, a touchdown along a 31. Uh, I believe he had, like, a slant route that went all the way to the house. He's got 11 targets receiving-wise. Um Defensive-wise, I'm not very well-versed at the Saints. I haven't watched many of their games, watched uh, many of their stuff. I mean, obviously losing Drew Brees uh, hurt them, but I think uh, Jameis Winston has a lot of it under control here. Uh, you know, he's got almost 900 yards passing. He'll probably have 900. Eh, he won't have 900 yards passing uh, by the end of the night. Anyways, he has 12 touchdowns, three interceptions, QBR 62.3. Um, some of his last couple games, I mean, he threw – 226 yards in a loss against the Giants. Um, started the season off, had almost 300 yards passing against Washington. Um, didn't play too hot against uh, Carolina, uh, and then along with Green Bay as well in the win. Um, 
I take that back. He did play well against Green Bay. Um, just not he didn't have tremendous passing numbers besides five touchdowns and uh, a long of 55. Uh, only threw the ball 20 times that game. Um, rushing wise, not a rushing QB. Um, but I think the Saints have pulled this one. They have pulled it out. They got the ball back with a minute 06. What did I miss here? What was the play by play? Um, they did they punt the ball away? No shot. I think they just punted the ball away. Oh my God. Would you look at that? So the Saints will win 13-10 on Monday Night Football. Um, some stats from this game. Saints had 304 yards of total offense. Um, 94 yards rushing. Had the ball for 32 minutes. Um, third down efficiency, they were 2 for 13. Not much better for the Seahawks as they were th uh, 3 for 12. Um, they also were The Saints were 2 for 2 on fourth down conversions. Um, not pretty, not not a bad, not a half bad game. Very defensive heavy game. Uh, sometimes those can be good. Sometimes those can be bad. Um, yes. So, I think I'm all done on the podcast today. I mean, guys, about an hour and thirteen minutes long. Holy funk. Um. Well, that's the first one. Um. I kind of rambled on during the NBA talk. Um. I definitely rambled on. Um, try to do better with that. Um, NFL. See, okay, here's the thing. If this thing, if this like all loaded, it would be simple. It'd be very smooth. It would all be smooth, but it didn't load. And it sounded so sloppy and shitty and awful. It was awful. But it's all right. Uh, any other games I really want to talk about? I'm not going to talk about hockey. Fuck hockey. Um... All right, I think the, the fourth Coos Keenan podcast, the new one of the new trilogy, is it's all complete. It's all done. Um, by the time you'll hear this, it's Wednesday. Uh, you know, I'll probably post something Tuesday. Uh, make sure you always repost all my stuff just to, just to get it out there. You know, all it does is benefit me, and, uh, you know, it makes makes me get um, more vo motivated. I just stepped on a pin on the floor. That kind of hurt. Um, gets just me more motivated to do this, uh, you know. Make sure to repost all that stuff, and uh, we'll see you guys next Wednesday with a new podcast. Hopefully it's not um, as sloppy as it was this one, um, and probably will be a really, really long one as uh, I, have, I have a whole week of uh, stuff to talk about along with Thursday Night Football, all that stuff. So uh, we'll catch you guys on the flip side.